forever. Dog. Warning, the following podcast contains rampant, baseless speculation, nonspecific wildwood critters, and you asked for it, your official guide to Hershey Park's new gate. Not a new theme park, just the actual gate you walk through to get to their existing theme park. All this and more on our thrilling look at 2019. Come on in to the 2019 Preview Center on Podcast The Ride. Welcome to Podcast The Ride, the show hosted by three men whose New Year's resolution is to go to Disneyland more. I'm Jason Sheridan, uh, joined as always by Scott Gardner. Um, I'm mildly accurate. <laughs> and Mike Carlson. I would say my would mine would be to go to Disneyland more, but in like new interesting ways, you know? Oh, I think that's a great, great well, point. That's what we're it's kind of what we're talking about today. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, you new think, interesting ways to go. But do you mean like by hitchhiking? Uh, do you yeah, mean getting down there in new interesting ways? Closer to what I'm talking about. Yes. Mm-hmm. If there's a different way to get down there, maybe there's like a not ride sharing. That sounds a little bit unpleasant. But maybe I should take the train down and see what that's like. Take the Anaheim trip, go from Glendale to Anaheim, see what that's like. Uh, or mm-hmm. Bur- you can do Burbank. You, I think Burbank Dana, by yeah. the airport. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to take the train. Take down go with different more. people, maybe. You know, you know like let's go with what? some pe- strangers that I've never met before, and I show them <laughs> oh, around. Whoa, easy, you know easy. what I mean? Uh, <laughs> I'm just spitballing. I'm not saying I'm gonna do that. I'm just saying yeah. like see the world through a stranger's eyes. See the Disney World land through strangers' eyes. I wish. I mean, I feel like this is a case for a lot of Los Angeles and Southern California. I wish trains ran later, and I because then I'd be more. Like if they had ones that ran for like two, three hours after Disneyland closed. Right. That's a tricky that thing. Would, it limits yeah. you on the other it, end. It really it? does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There is. I would. How much? I was thinking about this. How much would you pay for a an annual pass to a bus, an easily located bus to take you down to Disney and it would run pretty regularly and it could drop you back off up here at midnight or 1 a.m. It, it would need to have no stops. It's got to be a bullet train. I think if I'm making Let's, stops the whole way, okay. No how about thanks. this? There's a Valley stop, and then there's a more of an a Hollywood stop. There's two stops, and then it's straight to Anaheim. I suppose so. How much do you? Maybe. How much is that worth? I'm I feel just, like I'm you just need a downtown the... stop to make it val- uh, viable too. I think there is some sort of bus that go comes from a little further inland to Disneyland, and like a commuter bus for employees. But anyone can do it. But so I it, think well, it got if we get a job, popular. then we can use the bus, and that'll fulfill the resolution to go more often because mm-hmm. we'll no, be there true. every day because we have to. And well, we have in- to be. We're going to become scare actors. Uh, I guess we're going to become churro cart attendants now. And it'll fulfill my thing because now I'll be able to see Disneyland in a different way because I'm working there. Yeah. So that's now true. that's a new way to experience the park. So you'll be able to see it from. Uh, Behind eyes that are uh, crying because you're mm. depressed to be mm. having possibly a show. depending on what my job is. <laughs> uh, but you know, in the new year, the money, the change, money changes 
for what you make at Disneyland, right? That's good. Yeah. yeah. That's the so week uncovered good. some nefarious stuff about sure, that in our of course. political yeah. episode. Wait a minute. We shouldn't get all all down. Look, hey, welcome to 2019, Happy everybody. Happy New Year, listeners. Happy New Year. I hope it was as exciting as every night at Pleasure Island. <laughs> uh, though, how could it be, no. really? No. Um, but uh, yeah, we, it, we're, we're here. It's the first new episode of 2019. Uh, uh, we, we took a little break, and we're sorry, but we're back now. And we're here to talk about all of the exciting new developments, what will be happening in theme park world in 2019. 2019 is an exciting year, uh, uh, though, uh, you know, there's exciting ones to come as well. uh, I don't mean to shoot right past it, but 2020 also has a ton of crazy stuff. I think that's Guardians in in Florida. and uh, 2021 uh, is Disney World's 50th anniversary. mm -hmm, Uh, We're a couple mm -hmm. years away from Knott's Berry Farm's. 100th anniversary which they because mm-hmm. they're counting all the way back to roadside chicken stand mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. which you insist on counting back to yeah well i insisted on counting all the way back to the first berry seedlings planted mm. and they said please they said no shut up <laughs> yeah they said no that's fair <laughs> yeah uh so there's you know there's there's a lot there, there's a lot of excitement in theme park world in the future in general but yeah you know, we got we do got a big year coming yes. up uh, uh, you know, especially with, especially in terms of Disney, I think they have like muscled their way through to make sure that they have the biggest year, but, uh, the other parks are not, uh, sitting on their hands neither. That's true. Yeah. Um, there's a lot, I guess. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot, the like, just let's talk rides real quick. Rides mm-hmm. opening Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway, Hollywood mm-hmm. studios in Florida, People have been talking about this on the message boards for a long time. People saying this ride is awesome. I don't know, yeah. but everyone says like the word on this is that it's like very impressive. It's uh, if you haven't heard, it's like replacing the great movie ride. It is like you're on a little, I think, is it Wi-Fi controlled? A uh, little like train, but everything is screens, but it's like you're in the cartoon. It's not just like a Yeah, flat it's some ride. sort of, there's moving practical. They've shown demonstrations of it, of like this, these, these, practical things that switch that yes. are being projected on or so like screens. all of a sudden you're in like a black and white cartoon but then everything flips around and it's full call the whole room is full color and you're in a giant crazy colorful yeah. cartoon oh, this is news to me i don't know a lot of details about this in general that sounds great well, yeah so- they've told some of the store like mickey and minnie are going on a little picnic and then they see a train <laughs> and goofy's the conductor <laughs> So and then a, yeah. you go into the like you are watching it, and then you go into the screen, and yes, you're in the it's cartoon. Like, like everything that I've heard about it, it sounds does sound legit, very cool. Hmm. Uh, and this is what this is the summer opening. Is that I think I believe May, uh, maybe May. It's always hard to tell Fall? with these yeah, things you if you aren't checking the rumors sites like us. N- nothing changes more than theme park opening dates it's not like the movies where they declare mm-hmm. we're july 4th 2021 way in advance uh these things are real muddy and they'll also like start kind of previewing quote unquote a couple months out so it like and then but then there isn't an actual like ceremony it is officially open even if it's been technically running for a little while yeah right. soft so openings yeah mike mm-hmm. and i hit the soft openings for the wizarding world of harry potter in hollywood like two years ago just mm. from following like twitter and blogs going like uh everything's well, open d- yeah right we were i remember we were we together were, but no, we were we, like, yeah, texting was, back and forth my my memory of it i was uh I was doing when back when I was running with my friend and our friend Andrew Grissom. Uh, I was monitoring a Twitter account that was like it might open today, 
And then I was like, I think it's going to open. I'm going to go up there. And he was like, mm, I got like things to do. It's the middle of the afternoon. And I was like, I'm going to go up there. And they put us in a holding like pen, an, like an area for people to wait. And then it was like, is it going to open? Is it going to open? And then like I waited like an hour and a half and it did. And I was like one of the first 30 people in the first soft opening of, of the Hollywood Harry oh, Potter yes, land. Because by the end of the day, there was a video posted by somebody else who was in there, like a theme park vlogger person. And I, I, I watched it and there, I could see you in the line. Is that true? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Did I, I say wow. that at the time? I feel like I don't, didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Someone else who was there with, who was checking it, to such an extent that they were there immediately, then had the video wow. up several hours later, and you were in the line in the video. And I mean, I yes. went the next day because I think it was inside Universe. I like tweeted at them because they were posting pictures. Is it open? They're like, it is right now. And I got over there mm-hmm. and just walked right in. You're right. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm having indigestion for this weird coffee energy shot. I just oh no, <laughs> no, it's fine. You were. What did no, you... it's fine equals don't ask me about this anymore. <laughs> Mission not accomplished, Isn't that Jason. Always what? No, it's fine. It's, yes, it is. Uh, no, it was. It tasted pretty good. What, where, where did you get it again? It was like a free coupon at Ralph's. <laughs> but it, and it was like all organic. It was like organic coffee, organic milk, organic sugar, and like it tasted okay. It was just a little sweet. So and the it coffee was, was completely free. It was a completely free. It was completely thing? free. Because I don't a, wouldn't buy these energy shot things normally, but and it claims it's two worth like two cups, two of, cups coffee of coffee of caffeine yeah. essentially. Yeah, but it's all hitting you right now. No, I think I was just kind of burping uh, oh, okay. as I was trying to talk. You're clutching like, your. Side. Oh, my hand is cold. Oh, okay. And this, <laughs> this throwbacky kind of chunky sweatshirt that you can find on Everlate.com is keeping it warm. <laughs> Voluntary plug. Wow. Voluntary plug. You're also like twiddling a pen in your hand like your Groucho. Yeah, you know what? Uh, that might be the coffee kicking in because I don't normally jiggle a pen as I record and I realize I've been doing this for about 10 minutes. You're going to shatter that thing open. You're going to have... Uh, just <laughs> I'm so excited for hand. coming attractions. <laughs> it's 2019, Do you um, have your fidget spinner? I don't have my oh. Disney, my official Disney branded fitted spinner on me. It's too bad. Anyway, um, well, yeah, there's a lot to be excited about, but you know, I say let's let's cut to the chase. Let's talk about the headline, the big thing that has been under construction for a very long time, <laughs> dragging out and out. And of course, I am talking about an exotic outpost from which endless adventures are possible. You know what I mean, Margaritaville mm-hmm. Resort, Orlando. Of course, it is finally opening in January. No bigger theme park development right. than this. We have a listener. We have many listeners who have sent us pictures that live down in Orlando, and somebody just did. Somebody just drove by and and put it on our Facebook page, and it's just like water slides that you can see from a freeway. Basically, yes, and man, from oh the water slide, you can see a gas station. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> anticipation is what I'm saying is anticip- anticipation is building. Yep. you can feel it. Uh, yeah, it's getting out there. the the uh, The trailers are leaking on YouTube, and by trailers, I mean 45 seconds of drone footage mm-hmm. taken illegally. Uh, <laughs> everybody's talking about it. Um, you know, I actually did. I was looking into some stuff about. Margaritaville, Orlando, in advance of the inevitability that we're all there uh, mm-hmm. together. Uh, uh, we we got to start getting the lay of the land now, because mm-hmm. if we 
if we get lost, like the shaker of salt, <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, then we're losing valuable chill out time. Uh, um, okay. Do you, first of all, do you know the name of the water park? I feel like I don't. Um, you know, you know, the, you know the the Buffett Margaritaville verse the l- landscape of yes, the Margaritaville v- verse. It's multiple. It's a ville and a verse. Mm-hmm. So our Margaritaville verse, you know extremely well. You know every possible song that they could name anything after the the from the big ones to the obscure ones. Uh, does anything strike you as what the water oh, park so might named be named after one of the songs? After? Well, just if you know, if, that if you had to guess me? what it was. Uh, whew, gosh, I'm trying to think. Is anything falls? Is there anything falls? Mm-hmm. It's not math sucks. Uh, water park. <laughs> it's, math sucks. So come to a water park instead. Right. It's the not name of the park. I uh, don't think they'd go with volcano with that volcano themed water park down the road. Ah, uh, true. No, no, no. Um, that would conflict. It's not. I will play for gumbo. Uh, <laughs> falls. It is. It's a gumbo. It's all and the all the water is dyed to look like gumbo. So it looks like you're so you're swimming around in a big gumbo pot. Is it? Is it an homage to he went to Paris called he went to the water park? <laughs> yeah. Finally, you got it's it. It's not like grapefruit, juicy fruit. <laughs> it's it's. Going to be like the second or third biggest ones after the, Margaritaville, right? It's the the paradise that the cheeseburgers can be found in. That is the full name of the. No, I don't look. What I'm getting at is, uh, you know, it's if it's, it's just Salty Bay or something. You might think it's something like that. Mm. Something like uh, you know, phoning from a song. The name of the water park is Island H Two O Live Exclamation <laughs> Point Water Park. Oh. Thank what? you, algorithm. Thank you for naming our water park. Island H two O Live. What do you? Yeah, exactly. They like what? just they put like fifty words in a blender, and then three were selected randomly. Yeah, that flow doesn't make Island H two O. Island H two O. Island water. It the like big time water place. Uh, it, this is nothing. What is this name? It's especially galling because Frank Bama's Splish Splash Mama Jamma is right there in wow. front of you. Wow, Jason, you just came up with some awesome IP. Frank Bama, of course, is Jimmy Buffett's character on Hawaii Five-0. And, and his alter ego in his fiction. Oh, yeah. Well, Tully Mars is his main character. I suppose, yeah. <laughs> There's many different Buffett-verse characters. Did you just spit that name out? I thought that you were referring to a real place that was there. No, no. Wow. I spent about 30 seconds trying to figure that out. <laughs> and I am as amazed as you are that I got it all out Jeez. without biting my tongue. That's an excellent name. And I think there's still time to change it. So you, you would have to think. Island H2O Live? What do you mean live? Like as opposed to other water... Saturday Night Live is live, unlike other TV shows. Is that what you saw? H2O Live? No, it's press not. Release? I saw it somewhere. You have a press release? Just I call it Margaritaville yeah. Falls. Sure. It's right. I mean... Yeah. I'm just tossing out gold here. Yeah. Um, let's see if there's anything interesting in here. Uh, this was from November 13th. Central Florida's newest and most immersive water park will make waves when Island H2O Live at Margaritaville Resort Orlando opens in spring 2019. At, so technically it's at Margaritaville. That's, is that all part of the title also? Uh, I get... Uh, I'll say yes. So but wait, the logo you can buy just has... a ticket for the water park separate from... Hold on, let me let me keep going here. And then there's also a sectional tease that says behind the technology. (laughs) 
Uh, Island H2O Live will unleash the power of pure play and enthusiasm with nine different thrill rides, a lazy river, a wave pool, a kid's area, and a river raft ride for the whole family. Designed to enable guests to customize their experience and share it with the fa- uh, the wor- mm, excuse me, the world, the park uses a new RFID wristband system, which sounds like that Volcano Bay, mm. that will enable guests to personalize the music and lighting they experience on select <laughs> rides. Well, now... Well, now I'm aboard. Oh, baby. <laughs> so you... Wow, this is crazy. So I can listen to Jimmy Buffett's Summer's School song with a Z in the middle of it while I'm on this ride summer's school summer's z like you C-O-O-L. fall asleep um or summer's a, cool it's both nice he's saying you got to have he's a time a out. maestro you got to go double to summer school play, double entendres so you can listen to summer's school yeah in island h2o live exclamation yeah, you could point? listen you can listen to a full uh the full beach house on the moon album i'm sure at in a, a single Island slide. Live. <laughs> it's a long the can, lazy river. Can you make That's the slide river. slow down? Okay, okay. Um, you can't make the slide go so slow that it, it takes a full album's length. No, you can get like the chorus of Despacito uh, on like one of the speed slides. Uh, not if Mike has anything to do with it. You're not getting any of that Despacito shit. It's it's all Buffett all the time. Yeah, no, fuck Despacito with this. It, it's least in the okay. walls of this water park well, you know not gonna, in, this in the world you know they're only gonna play like the restaurants they're gonna play jimmy like every third song or um, fourth song they're talking about and the, the rest are like avril lavigne it's yeah. something that's not even in the world of yeah buffett mm-hmm. uh, another high-tech feature be live invites guests to sing karaoke or star in other audio visual experiences with clips from these sessions shared through the app the uh, gamified what? app. Be live? <laughs> yeah. It's a water park. What are you talking about? <laughs> the game of gamified? Gamified? Game, game of, gamified app also allows guests to earn loyalty points with every ride. Now, Jason's on board for this. Oh, I love experiences and activations. I love gamifying <laughs> my content this? and all my fate. I love properties. How about that? We all love properties. Guests can win prizes such as free food and beverage items, skip the line passes, and more. Well, now you have my attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, this part says personalized paradise. The experience at Island H2O Live will be all about creating your own unique customized experience. For those looking to soak in the island vibe, listen to music, and have some chill with their thrill, tropically inspired havens will abound with hammocks, cabanas, and soft sand beaches around every turn, and adult-only areas will offer cocktails only steps from your beach chair. And nudity? I don't think that's involved. (laughs) To keep the fun going, Island H2O Live is within walking distance or a short trolley ride to Margaritaville, Orlando Resort Hotel and Cottages. Go back to that trolley ride? (laughs) <laughs> did i hear a mode of transit yep uh i don't know if it's a margaritaville branded trolley though uh and then they just list all the other they list you in walking distance to a a, a burger fi capone's ford's garage game time sketchers and more um well that takes us to another area of this that there i don't i didn't realize this about margaritaville resort orlando is that they are also building a new outdoor shopping complex as part of it and it is called Sunset Walk. <laughs> so something tells me that the gang here is going to have to take a walk. Oh, yeah. Let's all take a Sunset Walk. I've got another. Yes. Uh, they should have called it, uh, Oh well, this would get dicey with copyrights. Uh, flip Flop Shop Stop. <laughs> That's good. Uh, oh, okay. Flip Flop Stop and Shop. 
Sure. There we go. There's a little but don't bit of get a difference. too drunk over there because then the flip flop stop and shop cops will uh, give mm-hmm. you the drop. Well, and you might step on a pop top. <laughs> That's the biggest concern because this shopping mall is filled with loose pop tops. A, a beer uh, delivery method that has not been used in decades. That <laughs> seems in Buffett style, yes. Yeah. But anyway, there is a mall being built that's part of Margaritaville. At this point, we're facing the dilemma of are we going to have to go do a trip where we don't even step foot in Disney or Universal? A trip that is entirely well, about us and the old, us, us and the keeper. Uh, who's going to have some, uh, a whole new world of sectors to, right. to keep. Well, if he's out of the clink from all that copper wiring he's been stealing from abandoned houses. Well, that's right. Mm. He's he, a uh, He's now, been up remember? to no... Yeah. He's not... We've been keeping tabs. He is not the sweet boy you recall. Yeah. Um, I, have a, I have on this press release a media contact, so <laughs> maybe we see what they can do for us. All right. Uh yeah uh, um well so this this is a big adventure coming our way but le- I also the the things that were not in that list that of stuff that's at Sunset Walk uh you got a Rock and Brews yes of course the Kiss owned the half of Kiss owned wow. restaurant what sort of treaty or parlay did they need to come up with to get the Margaritaville <laughs> brands and Rock and Brew brands <laughs> to work together the Parrotheads and Kiss Army notorious enemies uh, and it's ended in bloodshed before mm-hmm. so to get them to work together um uh we'll we'll see black magic yeah. had to be uh, employed there's no Cabo Wabo Cantina is there I don't believe so but you know what you got you got a Skechers that might have been in your that list. That was in there, yeah. And you've also got an It Sugar, <gasps> just like City Walk, like our beloved City. There's a lot in common between City Walk and Sunset and Walk. And there's no It Sugar at the Orlando City Walk. I don't believe I, don't believe I saw there one is. last time I was there. This is potentially, or unless I'm way off, could be Orlando's first It Sugar. <sighs> wow. Or I look and it's like it's seventh. 50th. <laughs> uh, so... Are, are you just are you just gonna have to move there or be like a bi-coastal I, like oh, I don't I don't think like four days is gonna give you the hit you need I think I just I feel like Mike we're gonna lose you for like well at the, couple months. the vacation will have to be at least a month I'm looking here there's an it's sugar Orlando International outlet mm. oh but that's uh, at the outlet malls probably right well I think so, yeah there's an outlet in the name there's two of them so that's all like spoiled edible underwear yeah <laughs> it's like a week from going bad it's like yeah it's like the food stuffs at a marshall's or a tj max you can eat the underwear but do it fast yeah <laughs> eat it fast please clock's ticking uh so there's a lot of stuff going on down there uh, uh and and also like this is something that's going to happen in 2019 and we will have to we should just like emergency get the recording going as soon as we know anything wherever we are let's just or if somebody has to be on the phone we should respond to this as quickly alive as we can when we find out what the street names are at margaritaville because if you didn't hear us discuss this uh, uh in a previous episode uh uh, uh jason mike uh, anthony geo and i submitted a giant list of names several years ago of recommended names. streets for margaritaville resort uh and it remains to be seen if they're going to use any now i was looking into have any of the street names been declared it seems like the main drag that gets you into the Margaritaville Resort is Inspiration Street. And that one's on the map. And that could be a leftover potentially from the, like, uh, it was like a Chinese gardens or something before, I forget. Unless, right. is that a Buffett thing? Is Inspiration uh, 
Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, Buffett somehow. I'm trying to think. Oh, that might be a lyric in a song. I feel like he's more into perspiration from sitting out on that hot beach all day. <laughs> so, well, there could be a perspiration street that is adjunct to inspiration street. Oh, we'll find sure. that out soon. But the only one, there, there has been uh, an employment fair uh, to to start hiring up for Margaritaville Resort Orlando, uh, and the address of the hiring fair. I don't know if it's a permanent building or just a tent. I don't know what people found when they got in there, but uh, you were directed to go uh, apply at eight zero one one Fins Up Circle. So that's <laughs> pretty good. We got one. We got one there. Uh, um, and I don't know if that was on the list. I don't know if that came from us. That might that might be a basic. Um, somebody sent us a couple street names they saw from a, a government generic. thing, and they were all pretty generic. I'm trying to remember where that map was. That Was that on Facebook? I'm not sure. Because there's certain ones like Fins Up where, like, I feel like we have Fins Up something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like, is there going to be a situation where we claim we made that up, or are they going to say, well, this was obvious? It's got to be clear cut. It's 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 got to be one of our deeper ones. I don't know if you can remember any offhand. Short I was a fan street. of Short Street. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm, I was pushing for Margarita Strita. Um, I don't remember any of yours, but like, it's gotta be one that's clearly from us. I'm interested in the employment fair aspect because I feel like I read an article or heard something not too long ago that like, there is a shortage of labor in Orlando. Mm. Like not a surplus, which like the, they've they're building so all these places are building so much there aren't enough people to work the jobs, or just <laughs> like the the jobs are kind of thankless and probably underpaid, like housekeeping or ja- custodial. Um, which the answer to that shortage is lure people there with money, pay them more. <laughs> how how like come on? Is it this? This is where it gets dicey for Mike because to call the nameless. The, the faceless Disney and Universal corporations to call them greedy or say they're not spreading the wealth is one thing, mm-hmm. but to put the blame back at your hero, Mr. Buffett. Well, yeah, it's a different situation because like he has a different lifestyle and like the brand is just a totally different brand. So there's obviously like economic concerns that you guys aren't even thinking about when we're talking about the Margaritaville like brand and lifestyle and like Jimmy himself as sort of an entrepreneur, like he needs to have a lot more capital on hand to make bigger more innovative changes with the business so i think yeah like, i think it's totally unfair to sort of put them in the same box no yeah, i mean that is we we were passing around a times article a while back from from when jimmy was working on the musical which has since closed that like right the one like, thing jimmy doesn't really do nowadays because of all his endeavors is really live the lifestyle right he's too busy he's too busy but also, as it, my insta as my my the, it didn't it kind of confirms my instagram theory of them shoot like doing a photo shoot with him on a beach once a month and then spreading it out during 
the month to make it look like he's just constantly on the beach? To make it look like he's not in a boardroom trying to soak those <laughs> minimum wage workers for as many <laughs> benefits as they can. Well, they won't work for lower. What do you mean? <laughs> Meanwhile, like an intern is posting like him in a hammock with a big coconut drink and like, I love life, it says under it. If they were truly part of this lifestyle they'd work for gumbo (laughs) (laughs) um well so that's all exciting there but there are uh non uh margarita centric events occurring yes Yes, believe it or not there's more Uh, um what what else do we got uh uh um there's uh let me see uh, the, the the Skyliner is opening. We talked a little about the Skyliner uh, when we talked about the monorail. Yeah, the the gondolas that are going to be uh, the, a new transit yeah. system, connecting a, a crop of Disneyland hotels and connecting Epcot at the um, International Gateway and connecting MGM Studio. Sorry, Hollywood Studios. Uh, showing my age, uh, I'm interested. I mean, I think that'll be cool. I'm always down for new modes of transit we know uh i think uh anything around mgm studios is mostly going to be uh get people out of star wars uh stuff uh mostly Mm -hmm. distractions from uh the potential crowd nightmare that will be galaxy's edge yeah um as we're talking about do we delay it or not but why not why not uh, get, I mean, we obviously, the seismic and we're gonna add, uh, we're gonna of Disney World or, and Disneyland. We're so. going to start by quizzing Scott on the three different locations that you could refer to Star Wars Land as. Obviously, we said one already. I know them yeah. now. Now I know it's... So, you know the planet name? Is it Batu? It's, it's Batu. Batu. But what's the town called? Black Spire <laughs> Outpost. Um, That's good. Good. Very good. <laughs> You've hammered it in. And number three... Well, I was saying Galaxy's Edge. I was saying Galaxy's Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. I was making sure there was not a third that I didn't know. Or the number four, Star Wars Land. The thing everyone will call it. Yeah, Yeah. with the the Millennium Falcon ride and the the big ride. And the other, the different ride. (laughs) The different ride. Uh, We we tweeted about this. We haven't talked about it. On the show, uh, we know the names of the Star Wars rides. And one of the rides is called (laughs) uh, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, uh, which is mainly uh, it's mainly attributing uh, Alec Baldwin's uh, work uh, defeating the Trump agenda. <laughs> sure. Yeah. With a with a quick fist to the face, <laughs> Baldwin style to some random guy, black uh, Irish karate. <laughs> and then and the other one is called uh, Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. Uh, that's yes. Poland Smuggler's. Col- yeah. We got. We need to get every. We need to get. Uh, semicolons and winky faces and every possible and ellipses, every piece of punctuation Disney can jam into a ride name now. What star- What ride starts this trend of like Gal- Mish- Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout? Twister Ride It Out. That's the one I, I said it a lot in that episode. Uh, yeah. That's the that's the, the, totally the predecessor of this new bizarre way things are named i mean in all fairness we do have a podcast with a colon in the name and well, we're not a ride no well, we are a ride but we're not sure uh but like some of the services we have engaged uh patreon and and uh, there was a set i don't know if it's on t public one of them does not allow you to have a colon in like your username or something like that so we've been stripped of our we've precious been stripped colon. of our colon in, in <laughs> certain sections of a website that you would never notice unless you went hunting for it surprise no one uh called it 
out yet. Also, well, po- patreon.com slash podcast the ride. You don't put a colon in the later no, part. No, that would send URL. you to the that wrong... Would, uh, break the... You'd, have a, you'd get a virus from Break that. the internet, like Ralph himself. <laughs> <laughs> is, Mickey, is it Mickey and Minnie's runaway colon railway? <laughs> I, no, I but it should be. So. Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway. <laughs> rail? <laughs> question mark? Way! Mm-hmm. Exclamation point. <laughs> that uh, one, I guess the Mickey and Minnie, that is a pretty good name, I feel like. That one's fun. I like that one. Yeah, but I it does feel like it's a lot of... There's too many more words. More than two words often in a in a name. Two thoughts is, I think, the problem. Yeah. yeah. Two or three, like, thoughts is what's happening here. Are they both called Star Wars this? Maybe like, technically. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's... But you feel the, like, the, the legalese mm-hmm. of it. And you know no human being is going to... Who will ever, like a child will not say, we have to get to Star Wars, Rise of the Resistance. Do you guys want to ride Ride of the Resistance? I can't even say it. See? Rise of the Rise Resistance? Of the resistance? It takes you back to the days of Michael Eisner wanting to call uh, call the ride Star Ride back, <laughs> back in the early days. But I think it's, I don't know. I think he you'd was be lucky closer. to have as, as tidy of a name as Star Ride. What do we, for we, what we know about this ride is that it's like you're escaping from the jail. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't really suggest anything about that. I, who who knows? Like that could not be the ride. But like you're talking rise of the resistance. Yeah, excuse me. Uh, rise, rise of the resistance is about a jail escape. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it was, was co- it at the code name Alcatraz for right. a long time, and they called it like Battle Escape, essentially. Yeah, Battle, Battle Escape is was... better. I think. Yeah, it Battle Escape is like a more better. exciting. It's a ride about a rise of a movement. Yeah, because the rise of the resistance is like. That's what's happening in the galaxy, but that's not what's happening to you. The entire some uh, the story of the Resistance Rising, which takes three films to tell, will just ha- happen in three minutes in one ride. Yeah, I th- I, think- I don't know what people are going to call that. Well, because you know, I watched that holiday, that two hour one of the holiday specials, and they kept asking. The performers, what did they ride? And everyone just kept saying, I rode the Avatar. I rode Avatar. <laughs> even though there's two, like, no one's. Oh, they aren't even. Disney's allowing Disney people to not. Disney was allowing it, I think, because it was like they didn't. They, they were just like, well, Megan Trainer just performed. It's going to look better if we don't cut. And we just talked to her naturally or whatever. But it was. No one's saying, like, wait a minute. Of- I'm already. I had some problems with Megan Trainer in the last special. And now you're telling me she didn't use the full title Avatar Flight of Passage? Megan no. Trainer, you were on Scott Shitless. Or the boat. What the hell? What is that boat? The what? Navi River, River Journey, Journey? Yeah. I believe is what it's called. But like, I think yeah. people will just call it like the Millennium Falcon ride and the other or the big ride or something. I think by not calling these things something specific, you're forcing people to sort of use a generic thing. And invent their own name. There will be like a populist name for these right. rides, essentially. I think you should come up with something as good and catchy as... Space Mountain or something for each thing mm-hmm. that would Star independently find that's fine too. <laughs> I think when we will know more once we know what the ride actually is, like will people call it the escape ride or the lightsaber? Because like there's talk about like you're in a ride vehicle, halfway through you get out, then the experience changes, well, and there's there's patents for like a lightsaber. Was there? A, I think that's a not that's not that's not on the ride. Maybe that's early stuff. They that's, were. But we don't really know. We don't, we don't really know, know. What I think I know. I'll, can I tell you what I think yeah, I know? Yeah, Sure. What I think I know is that the first part of the ride is you wait in line, 
the whole thing, the whole premise of the ride is that you're just going on a regular space flight, like Star Tours. Mm-hmm. So yeah, by you're the way, this might be legit Magic spoilers. Rising bread. Yes, <laughs> you're in a, you're in a Magic Rising bread line. Yeah, you're in the bread line, and you're they're like, let's go up to space and eat your bread while you look out onto space. <laughs> it's gonna taste better up there. You'll get kind of more oxygen into it. It aerates um, it. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, so you go in there, uh, and you go in a ship like Star Tours. It's a simulator. You go up and it's ah, it's fun. You're in space, and then all of a sudden, you get caught in a tractor beam from a big Imperial Star Destroyer, and they pull you in. And at that point, then you deboard in a hangar, and you walk through a giant hangar with a ton of robots. And that's the second part of the line. So you have the first part of the ride when you say get off is just that Star Tour simulator that takes you up until the prison. So now they're putting you in prison. You're walking, which is secretly another queue. And then at that point, you get loaded into those fun vehicles that they showed at D23 and in that teaser, and there's like eight and eight, and it's a trackless Wi-Fi thing. Uh-huh. And at that point, that thing zips around. And by the way, look up these teasers that they just released, which are actual on-ride footage from Anaheim. We're filmed on the sets. <laughs> That's there's what I There's like meant. actors yeah. walking around. And I didn't realize that until you mm. said it. And when I went back and watched it, I was like, that does look really cool. Like, it oh, looks yeah. like a full yeah. set. Because what's really... what's extra cool about it is it's wi-fi so there's not even tracks on in the ground yeah so you won't know where you're going in it wow so it's basically like you just built the movie sets and this car that can f- drive anywhere is just going to drive around it which it is going to change from that's what i'm thinking visit to visit it's po- I'm, I'm assuming there'll be some variations because that's what they do now and we Pretty have cool. not seen that in the trackless systems in domestic mm. disney parks they no, have them in no. japan right they had a poo's honey hunt yeah which, uh, apologies scott that i you're don't not get, to get to see it, it it's gonna be closer when i'm there or this year excuse me this year sorry yeah. it's this year i'm good that's the hey that, i that's side note big theme park development for me personally i'm so excited yeah that's Dis- for disney- sure disneyland tokyo disneyland tokyo disney sea and uh sanrio puro land oh yeah all right. in my future and tokyo i did dome city, make maybe? the decision to not do oh no um, oh not that i'll do the dome city okay, yeah i uh no uh no universal osaka for me we that's made what we the decided call. Yeah, sizable distance between the two sure yeah and i and we we thought about it and like yeah but if we uh you know if we went i could uh, go take a picture under the uh, the King Kong in City Walk Osaka. We could post it on the Twitter. <laughs> and I said that, and Aaron and I both like just stare at each other in silence. And then we're like, okay, so maybe not do uh, Osaka. <laughs> <America's gonna... laughs> so apologies, no picture. Yeah. Um, so yeah, where I think were that's we? We were all we were just talking Star Wars. So yeah, so that's that's the rumor of what the ride is, and then at that point you're shooting through, and then I guess the resistance comes to save you. Mm. I'm hoping that droid. There's a droid on each car. Is that? Did we know that? For 100%, oh, yeah. you can see in the picture. Oh. They're a little black droid in the car in the front, and he's like, bad, but I hope he's not. Like, I hope he turns. I see. So each car has a droid on it, which is fantastic. Cool. I also, by the way, this is just a side note. I was going through the mice chat message boards. These fuckers <laughs> are like, this video doesn't excite me at all about this Shots ride. Shots fired in and 2019. I, like, I couldn't believe it. Like multiple people being like, what is this show? This isn't as good as this Space Mountain teaser from the 70s. And it was like, yeah, this Space well, Mountain 70s. to be fair, the Space Mountain teaser from awesome. the 70s is one of the best things ever. It's fantastic, but it's a different thing. 
Mm-hmm. And I can't like yeah. the idea that you wouldn't be like, oh, they really like recreated a Star Destroyer. It's the Millennium Falcon teaser that was filmed in the cockpit. Yes, I believe I mean, so. That yeah. looks cool too. That, it looks fantastic. Which it's funny that like this this sort of practical thing that was created out of scraps and and whatever pieces they could afford in the seventies have become so iconic. It's just like yeah, switches yeah. and shit. Like, so oh, yeah, that's true. We're essentially. Like, yeah, it's like original Star Wars is a little like junky and janky. And now we're like perfectly recreating shitty what they like through, which it does speak to like the inventive spirit of the original Star Wars. With like Mm -hmm. leading edge technology, like the way they're going to have to render the footage in the Millennium Falcon ride with like room for um, uh, individual. Like if you shoot a wall, the wall explodes, but maybe you don't shoot that wall every time. Well, no, you don't shoot for sure. It has to be, it's fully. So anyway, so there's also this video showing the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon, which is the other ride, which is a giant video game, essentially. It's a giant simulator, but all the graphics are rendered in real time. Yeah. So it's like, that basically means that like you can fully make everything. If you want to blow everything up in the, in the senior and you can, I don't know that that'll be possible, but it means that there's like, like a lot of flexibility, room for customization, a lot of room is what like I'm saying. A high end, there, there. If you imagine like a really high end computer, it takes eight of those to run one of these <laughs> cockpits, or it's some insane right. amount of processing power. And it's like it's six. This is just totally nerding out, uh, but it's like six people, I think, in a cockpit, which also makes it like such an intimate experience because you're in the cockpit with just six people. It's not like it's not an open air. Most rides are like six people, eight people, whatever. But like you're in this tiny thing with six people and you're in like the you're in the thing like they've recreated it perfectly. You're in the cockpit. How many cockpits? I don't know. Like 20? Hopefully, because the thing's going to have such a shitty capacity. You're going to have thousands and thousands throughput in an app for an hour. But I was thinking like they in that video, they show like close ups of all the switches and the dials and shit. And it's like, yeah, that really... Like imagine going in the Batmobile, <laughs> like imagine doing a ride in the Batmobile or whatever, whatever vehicle you like from your thing, <laughs> like being recreated perfectly and then just getting to do it. Cause like for a long, like anything, I feel like a lot of rides based on TV and movie or whatever, like they get close to the promise of it, but this really feels like it's it. This is it. Mm-hmm. Like for me, at least when I watch that teaser of like, wow, I am going to like hit the switch like I dreamed about hitting the switch in the fucking Millennium Falcon, and now I'm gonna get to do it. So like the switch, so exciting. Yeah, uh, both of these rides. It's yeah, it's uh, it's it's really something, and it gives you like um, which it shows you how how like think about how in in 1986 Star Tours was a satisfying yeah. Uh, Oh, you enter the world of Star Wars, and what they chose as representing that is totally acceptable and great. And the way that the films have grown and all the... I mean, obviously, there's been, you know, many movies since then, and the universe has expanded, but the way, like, there is now need for totally different micro-experiences within Star Wars, it's almost a little, like... I mean, obviously, you could invent an entire park of Disneyland size that is all Star Wars sure. stuff, which is true of Harry Potter as well. And you got to wonder, like, if there's already discussion of that or how you... Uh, I'm sure uh, that people float those ideas? Yeah, I, I mean, it makes like, sense. Yeah, I mean, the one of the rumors for Universal still unannounced third park in Florida is like, well, this will have the American magic or they'll it'll have some sort of fantastic beasts 
sort of element. Oh, I see. Uh-huh. Um, to to complement the the other Harry Potter stuff. Yeah, it is funny because like I think for years. Once they have the Star Wars ride in Disneyland or Disney World, as a kid, even you're like, got the Star Wars ride? Yeah. That's it. You mm-hmm. In your kid head, I don't think you were thinking, well, they should do a ride about the AT-ATs and they should do a ride about the, I want to fly the Falcon. I want to go to a street market and a restaurant, which but end bar. <laughs> right. Like, I'm interested in that. Like after the way Cars Land turned out and so much of what I like about Cars Land is just the placemaking and the level of detail and that is a very important part of the Star Wars films. But if you're just watching it for the character stories, I feel like it's very easy to glaze over oh. this sort of like, you know, dirty, ga- breathing galaxy that surrounds these characters. Very interested to see what they do with that in Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. And it's kind of a lot like, yeah, we're, we're talking all about the rides, but it does seem like, you know, look, how's it up at? We've all done it. I was up at Harry Potter the other day, uh, uh, and like I didn't even go on the main ride. Like so much time you end up spending. Like I'm just gonna go down this weird little alley, and mm-hmm. it seems like clearly they're trying to cut into that uh, that piece of things. And it's though I think the crowds are gonna be hellish at this thing. It's gonna help in the long run. That all right, a lot of people are rushing to go to the ride, but a lot of other people are just meandering around side streets and looking and what that what's in this window and let's all just be in this shop for an hour the um, toy darian toy shop you might be talking about i guess i am watto's watto's a brand of alien to i the failed toy that test uh i'll i'll try to uh, have the right answer next time well with yeah. aliens too like with star wars aliens wandering around talking to you potentially engaging with you or oh. yelling at you if you <laughs> messed up the falcon like now let me say this i don't want to do that i don't want anybody talking to me i'm a guy that goes into a store i don't want anybody bothering me i'm like a, i'm a but, i'm afraid of being harassed by streetmosphere people think i made it through the brooklyn people in the window talking to me at universal and i even improv with them a little and that was fun but they're at a distance some monster in my face i don't know man i bet though i bet the distinction in your brain is this and i could be wrong but if it's like a humanoid looking person with a little makeup or something or just you know an alien smock on you probably don't want to deal with them but if there's a full puppet man or like a vendor who's a big creature that Mm -hmm. talks i think you're going to be all into that yeah, you like talking so. to like animal. You like talking to like robot animals and stuff. Sure. So if you're if there's a thing that doesn't look like a human, I feel like and you I'm might like be into it. Interested in the mechanics of it and just yes. watching it go by. I still am going to be more in- into like he's talking to a group of eight people, or I watch it from a little distance. Right. I don't think I need to be talking to the guy, though. Now I'm I'm recalling the video of you, Mike like yelling at Kylo Ren with specific dialogue. From yes. The, yes. Well, you'll, you will be all over there. You will nail this thing. I had to psych myself up to do that though. Cause I generally don't, I feel too on the spot. And I remember going, I'm going to say something to Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I, I didn't plan it out, but I was just going to respond. I respond to whatever he says. So I think mm-hmm. I have to get psyched into it too. Cause do I don't know what you feel. said. I did. I liked uh, that. That was just pure like 12 year olds. Uh, uh, yeah. I think I just was a contra- contrary to him. I think uh, I will never <laughs> give in to the. Yeah. I think, yeah. I'm trying to remember what I said. And I, I remember I was like, yeah, I will never, uh, I will never give up on the resistance or something. And then he said something 
like I will rule the galaxy or something. I go, yeah, but what if you don't or something? I said something, it was something along those lines. It was very That's simple. Cool. That's yeah. pretty good. And it was fun and I was thrilled to have the video. So yeah, yeah you want a video with you talking to a Star Wars character. I, you know I what? Think- I, oh, sorry. I, I say this that I don't like, I don't like talk, talking to the characters, but I was up at Universal uh, uh, recently uh, uh, with, with a friend, Buzz Buzz, and I did, we did interact with uh, Beetlejuice and I told him to have a gross day. I mean that's pretty right. good. Pretty good. <laughs> it's I'm also, saying that it, this, I don't think he heard me. <laughs> this is this is a larger maybe discussion about performers in parks, but I do think it's sometimes performer specific as well. If I feel like engaging, because some performers you go, ah, this is a little too much, or like I don't want to deal with this. But sometimes a, a person there or a ride operator impresses me so much, I want to engage yeah. with them. It depends. You can win me over even if I'm sort of not feeling social or feeling like I need to perform or something. But if you have a bit or something that I like, like we were just on Guardians. It was the uh, it was the Halloween overlay. Monsters After Dark. Monsters After yeah. Dark. And a guy, usually people are okay on that ride. They don't have fun bits. But this guy did a bit. And the, the whole premise of the ride is that the monsters are out. Everything is going to shit. And like you just got to get up there, get Groot and get down. But like be careful because monsters are going to eat you. This guy had a full bit he had developed where he was a monster that escaped and stole someone's clothes. And like he was doing the whole thing. I loved it. I was like, this guy's great. (laughs) I went on it once and a guy was doing a different bit where he was like clearly in a daze. He's like, "Uh, this isn't normally my job. Uh, Stuff is just kind of weird right now. I'm a janitor. Like he seems really confused. He, That's uh, kind he, of fun. I and like kind of like that. And then he turns around, and his shirt has a giant hole with burn marks on the back. Mm, and that's I was good. like, "Wow, like they that. let them have some fun with this." But this, I wasn't like going back and forth with this guy. I yeah. was just, but I was like more willing to be like, "Yeah," and like I respond, like excitedly mm. responding to him. So I do feel like in any different parts of the park, depending on what the performer's doing, I'm more willing to like go up to them or I'm more willing to banter. I think it'll be interesting to see how they incorporate like immersive theater kind of techniques while also making it uh, palatable for a general audience and also doing it with like the biggest crowd influx, maybe in theme park history Mm. for the immersive stuff. We should have a friend of the show and regular guest Eva Anderson on to give us a perspective of the immersive thing because that is also she like should be consulting on Star she Wars should Land. be consulting <laughs> yeah, or that um what's it called in Utah that the void people are making ever oh yeah oh I can't remember oh, I just, know what you're talking about it's not Everlane. <laughs> that's it's not Everlane. That's where you go for great quality essential. Everwood or something I don't know uh, yeah um uh, and we could talk we there's more stuff to get to so we'll we'll wrap up the Star Wars part but there's the biggest thing we haven't even talked about, especially for you, mm-hmm. of course, is to see your old friend again, your favorite character in fiction. And it, yeah, and I, I, I think I dropped it in, a, in an episode a little while back. But this, so according to Jim Hill, Paul Rubens is back as Rex, Fantastic. or at least they asked him, which is a weird piece of news to give if it's not a done deal. But oh, hopefully, fingers crossed. And yeah, oh, any now, yes, you're right. All. Rules out the window. If I can talk to Rex for a while, if Rex will respond to you or something, like yeah, I mean that would be the dream. Yeah, but, I mean probably he's just going to be like a sunny eclipse style thing where he has a kind of a thing 
like a track I, runs I, over. I think so. So I will like lay. I'll just go home, and while I'm falling asleep, imagine the moment where he's like, "I think you're cool, Scott." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I will say though the Mr. Potato. I've never seen any. I've never, I guess, looked it up. Even the Mr. Potato Head at the Toy Story ride, it does talk to you. Yeah. They're like customized. I so think there are cu- specific the, things. There seems like an area of these things where they can sort of tailor it to who uh, is in front of them. Right. But it's not, yes, not asking about your name or your profession. Right. So maybe it's he's going to say you're a cool guy, but you will still not get that Scott. He won't say Scott. Yeah. Rex, but he uh, might say you're a cool I'll guy. I'll film a bunch of video of him and edit all the sound bites when I can uh, find two specific words that conform scott mm-hmm. uh, or i'll just pu- I'll pull it out of uh, you know if he said butterscotch and i could just pull scott out of that uh evermore park evermore, evermore park okay in Utah. sorry it. it took me so is long the, to pull like, that void is the company's vr yes park. but it's not vr uh, it's not vr it's like a fully immersive you interact with people there's no rides and though. their sets mm-hmm. no i think it's more like storytelling and, and immersive play a friend of the show todd martins just wrote a big thing in the la times about it um Sorry, we'll cut this up. But uh, I was you were doing a little thing. bit of that last time. I forgot to tell you. Just, can you hear it? Yeah, I can hear it. Yeah. Okay, shit. Sorry, it's <laughs> okay. Oh, sorry. I'll cut that out. Yeah. Um. Anyway, it looks very cool out there, and also the voids, uh, uh, R and D, uh, department is out there. So please have us out. Uh, we'd love to check yes, it out. Like void people. Thank you. Um. Speak. <laughs> okay. So we we I would love to go there. Um. But speaking of another place, I've never been. So I'm going to talk about a thing very briefly. Maybe not briefly. Um, we've never been to Dollywood, mm. but Dollywood is opening an expansion ah. in 2019. Okay. And it is called Wildwood Grove. Uh-huh. And it's like a pretty big expansion in the Dollywood, uh, in, in relation to the other, like the, the size of the park, I should say. Um, and it's got like, it's very, are you guys familiar with this a little bit or no? Um, I, not I terribly, no. It's like very colorful, a lot of lights. Uh, there's a ride called the black bear trail where you, it's a very kid ride where you ride on the back of a black bear. <laughs> That's Fun. pretty good. Uh, sycamore swing, which is basically just a swing ride. Uh, like that big, like a ship that goes up and down frog and fireflies, which is a kid ride. The mad mockingbird, which is again, a kid ride where you ride. It's a lot of animals. You're riding on a lot of animals, which is nice. Fun. Uh, dragon flyer, which looks like a little bit of a coaster. Okay. Um, but the whole thing is it's going to have like very, a lot of lights. It'll be very cool at night. Um, what I'm extra excited about is the new characters being introduced. Oh. There are three new characters. Oh, boy. There's not a ton on them, but we kind of like that better, I feel like. Yes. Leave it as a mystery. You mm-hmm. have to go the other in person to figure it out. So uh, meet Franklin Frog. Mm-hmm. What a person! What a personality this happy inhabitant has. Playful and jolly, this guy has more personality than your average amphibian. He likes crowds and is more than happy to demonstrate his riveting skills. So this thing mentions twice how good of a personality, but then is not that specific his about his personality. personality. Is he has a lot of personality? Yeah. So they have to come. He back. likes adventure and he's a real foodie. And he loves content. <laughs> oh, he loves content. Uh, this is Benjamin Bear. Benjamin Bear gives the warmest, friendliest, cuddly hugs in all the land. His happy demeanor. Weird thing to lead with in this modern day and age. <laughs> Fair enough. He's going to get me too uh, His happy demeanor is evident in his hugs. No wonder. There's just not a more genuine bear in all the forest. <laughs> huh? 
Shots fired at all the other bears. Yeah, disingenuous bears. But no, he's the most genuine bear. Again, this kind of just talks about his hugs twice, and then he's genuine. Uh, and then the last two characters are Flit and Flutter. Uh, <laughs> wait, now are they this, bugs? They are like fairies, I think. Oh. Mm. In a land inhabited by hundreds of rainbow, god damn it, butterflies, <laughs> Flit and Flutter are ambassadors of beauty and grace as they make their way around Wildwood Grove. Wow. Can you with angrily their... deal with the flash sight of Wildwood Grove, <laughs> Wildwood the Dollywood Grove. Critter <laughs> Zone. famous catchphrase, God damn it. <laughs> that is, Dolly would not be happy with me cursing in the middle of this. Yeah. Uh, One thing I don't put up with is swearing. Yeah. Don't like swears. She don't like swears. Anyway, we were invited to a press conference for this announcement last, or last year. Press conference? Yeah, but they didn't realize that we were not in, in Pigeon, Pigeon Forge. Forge. <laughs> Oh, y'all on Pigeon Forge? Y'all ain't Forgers? We'd love to see Pigeon Forge. Um, so I'm saying, though, that when Wildwood opens, I uh, maybe I email again and we see sure. if we can go meet uh, Benjamin Bear and get one of his trademark hugs. Because you know where I we want can... the first hug, damn it. <laughs> I don't want some run-of-the-mill, yeah. the, the 700th hug. I'm number one. And you know where we could stay in Pigeon Forge? I do. Margaretville Hotel. So I've never been to, speaking of things we've never been to, I think this is interesting. We haven't really addressed Legoland that much. I think it's mm. come up on the show. Mm-hmm. But I've never been to either of them. There's one in Southern California, um, and then there's one in Florida, and there's a few others around the globe. Um, in Florida, they are opening a full Lego movie land with three new attractions. Mm-hmm. and. Wow. Uh, I believe it is a re-theming of, of an existing land, but they, they are new rides. And I think it's notable to point out because it is like, oh, this is a brand new land based off like a very successful box office hit with a sequel on the way. So I'm curious yeah. to see how that works out. I've heard people with little kids too tend to gravitate towards Lego I've, land. I think it's very affordable and very, very fun for kids. Someone was just telling me, they were like, you got to go to Lego land. I was like, yeah. oh, okay. So people, I feel like people speak highly of it. Do you know the rides or no? Uh, no. Okay. I do not. Uh, uh, I, I read about, they're out there. The theme park insider, I think has a rundown yeah, of them. They have hotels too. <laughs> they have like Lego themed hotels that look very cool. Mm-hmm. Sure. Neat. Um, that sounds good. And yeah, Lego movies is a pretty big franchise to have rides based on so yeah that'll be there's lego yeah is is lego batman involved or is that too no i don't think i think it's mostly the main characters because i like the fun i like i like that movie okay but i like that there's all the villains and i like that billy d williams is two-face and conan o'brien is the riddler oh yeah yeah we saw it together and we were like oh we want it more from the characters yeah we're like well, if, if this can turn into a review of the Lego movie, then yes, I wanted to, like, I don't know why Harry Potter characters show up and then they're like take over and like Godzilla and non-Batman characters when we had all the fun villains at the start. Mm-hmm. But anyway. All right. Well, you've got a similar thing going on in the, I I have recently been dissatisfied by the film Ralph Breaks the Internet. Oh, I know. You I, have, I, I understand the, get getting all the princesses together, sure, got it. But in the internet the princesses are in the internet and there literally hits a point where like ralph's like swinging around a pinterest pin and then all the princesses (laughs) like rescue him in the internet there's an internet problem and the princesses have to solve Uh things are getting real 
people are real confused these days. So. Yeah, I also, I mean, that first, like, one of the first preview images where it's like they're in what looks like a train station or something, and there's all the different portals to, like, Marvel, Pixar, and I'm mm-hmm. like, that's not, th- that's feels more dystopian than fun to me the way you have released it as like look at this this is what we're leading with and it's like oh i don't know is that still in the movie what when they go to like the portals of the internet like the crossroads of the internet and they see marvel and star wars and stuff oh yeah yeah oh that happens you like go down a hallway and there's a stormtrooper and there's yeah grumpy like yeah Uh, finally the general idea of stormtroopers and grumpy meet sort of not like one like passes by the other right the promise of all of that is so much greater than what probably ends up happening yeah and it all happens so fast and also it's all predicated on the the website excuse is that it's all promoting something called ohmydisney.com <laughs> which i'm a we do we we're theme park podcasters for hours a week i've never heard of oh my disney.com hey i guess hey it worked now i'm talking about it now i know about it honestly if they had just said it's all because of disney plus or whatever which is a another tangentially movie was the reveal of the streaming service (laughs) that makes more sense to me i think the problem with this and one thing that the problem with this seems like it's it gets an issue it's something wrong with what was good about the first movie, which the movie was specifically just video games mm-hmm. and all of the characters from the video games interact and look, they got Sonic and they got the street fighter people like yeah. the internet one. It's uh, encompasses all things. Mm-hmm. And so and, much and the internet at the at present is a terrifying is hellscape. A dark place. Yes. I mean, I'm concerned. Just the phrase, the Disney princesses on the internet. I'm like, oh, those princesses aren't going to fare well. Don't Google. Don't Google that. that. Girls, run. Stay away from Reddit, girls. Flee. Don't don't look at John Lasseter's computer. (laughs) I, yeah. Uh, Yeah. I was at, I've probably said this before, at D23, and I was watching their movie panel, which is always like three hours long. And it is fun because I like, as you know, I like being in a big room with a bunch of people who are excited about stuff. So when I'm in the room, I texted everyone excitedly when they revealed Rex was going to be in Star Wars Land. I te- everyone in this room got a text from me, I think. Mm-hmm. And it was everyone in the room went nuts mm-hmm. as if like the Rolling Stones in 1972 are taking the stage. They were like, and a friend will be joining us again in Star Wars Land. It's Rex. And everyone went nuts. And I'm like, this is great. Yep. Um, I would have looked good thing I wasn't there. I would have lost my voice. Yeah. You like Beatlemania a- <laughs> for me. <laughs> Rushed the stage and passed out. Uh, <laughs> Smelling salt, Scott. Here. <laughs> but we they were showing movie stuff and like boring movie stuff. There was that Chris Pine boat movie that no one but the people were still cheering and applauding, happy to see Chris Pine. And then Ralph breaks the internet and they show the scene with Oh My Disney and Marvel and Star Wars. And you could feel in the room that everyone was like, oh, what is it's a bit stress. Okay. And then the princess scene, which doesn't make any sense in the context, but then that played well. And the audience then was won over and loved because it is fun to see all the princesses together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that just make that movie. What the hell is it doing in this weird movie? Mm hmm. 
Like, uh, this is fun. I get it, but You know what why? else is weird is that a lot of, they frame the Oh My Disney thing as essentially, it's a Disney fan site, so the, the setting of all the Disney stuff is essentially like a Comic-Con hall. So you're oh. in a convention center watching a film about, watching a scene about a convention center, about Disney huh. fandom. It's really... I'm interested to see if it's different, though, because I don't, I wonder, oh, that's weird. That's a weird, yeah, like feedback loop. This yeah. is like a, a second beat of a comedy, a second beat of a sketch. You're talking like uh, uh, where it doesn't line up a lot. Where, where it, stuff doesn't work, like a sequel to a comedy movie. And it's like, well, now they don't work at Walmart anymore. Now they all work at a water park and you get to see the characters with these funny traits do this thing. And it's like, oh, kind of missed the mark. I liked the first place. That being said, this was an unbelievably successful film. So I maybe I'm in the wrong. However, I did watch it with an audience that was uh, deadly silent, except for when Miranda Sings showed up. (laughs) And that was Rolling Stone's reception. (laughs) Serious, like giant reaction. Uh, uh. But um, you know what? Let me let me shift things over to a uh, a super exciting area of IP. We've been talking about uh, kind of off the beaten path parks, uh, and in 2019, um, over in Hershey, Pennsylvania, oh. there will be uh, a thrilling new attraction. With you know, we've complained about some of these what some of these rides are called. It'd be impossible to complain about the ride title, Reese's Cup Fusion. <laughs> uh, huh? One word, cup fusion. Cup fusion. Uh, now, if you recall on the Hershey Park episode with Evan Susser, we uh, talked about a ride, uh, or yeah, it's a ride called uh, Reese's Extreme Cup Challenge, mm-hmm. which is kind of a shooting gallery Buzz Lightyear style ride, but that's like a extreme sports competition, kind of in like the, the Simpsons Poochie view of how to be cool for uh Mm -hmm. youths today and it seemed a little like odd and out of date though though fun i'm i would love to go on that ride but it's i didn't realize it's being uh replaced by another it seems like probably more of an overlay but the uh this this new ride is called reese's cup fusion and reese's cup fusion challenges you let me take a breath here reese's (laughs) cup fusion challenges you to protect the crystal cup that gathers the world's love for chocolate and peanut butter and uses it to power the Reese's factory. So, we're not, not even only halfway through the description. There is a crystal cup, and the job of the cup I is to it. gather chocolate love. In addition to this, uh, Hershey Park is getting a $150 million new entryway called Chocolate Town. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with Chocolate World, which is next door. I'll let it slide. Um... It's a new arrival, uh, front gate, 15th coaster, restaurant bar patio, ice cream parlor, and confectionery scratch kitchen. I think that's where they built, you know, either they make chocolate (laughs) from scratch or you make it. A 2,200 square foot Starbucks (laughs) store, uh, the largest kettle cord location at Hershey Park, a one of a kind kisses fountain, a new uh, home for the 100 year old carousel and a flagship store. So they're redoing the entire entryway to the park mm-hmm. and a new coaster and this new thing. So a big year for, boy, coming in hot, like out of nowhere, Hershey Park having a mega year. Well, can I go right back to the ride real quick? Yes. Uh, the cup that <laughs> stores love for chocolate, is that right? Yeah, this is the world's... Gathers. L- yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, all I have to go off of is this sentence, but I guess like... Um, hmm, I don't know. I mean, they hear us on this podcast 
talking about treats and desserts and such. And I guess that energy in a monstropolis type energy gathering situation right. somehow is it comes out of our mouths or stomachs and uh, is filtered and flies through the air all the way to Pennsylvania. <laughs> and it's all, it all is stored in a cup. And it powers it. Um, yes. The Reese's factory is not powered by electricity. Uh, it is powered by, powered by canned the, chocolate love, Cho- chocolate love and peanut chocolate. butter love. Yeah, which it's, is which great, by the way, because a lot of bad global warming reports recently. We need to find alternative renewable. energy, yeah. and for sure, the love of peanut butter and chocolate, chocolate is fantastic, <laughs> and it's and endlessly renewable. Obviously, You're right. If Jason were to go toward this thing, would it overheat and the whole place blow up because it couldn't store that much love for peanut butter the and chocolate? Crystal is melting. Yeah, <laughs> the cu- the cup is losing its shape. You get it. You understand now. Everything makes sense. Now I guess. Yeah, crystal. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I can't believe we even had to explain this. There's a crystal cup, and if Jason walked up to it, it would shake and shatter because <laughs> he, his love is too strong. His love is the strongest on all in Earth of all Earthlings. He loves chocolate and peanut butter the most. If that's probably true. <laughs> I mean, that's that might be wow, true. Really? I mean, You're in the way kidding. that we're saying that, like, some of the logic is off in Ralph Breaks the Internet, the the logic behind this, the game of the chocolate crystal is perfect and mm-hmm. needs the no crystal, more. The crystal cup. The crystal cup. Crystal cup. So you're protecting it on the ride? You're protecting it. The, I, the, the, let me say the rest of the plot. The crystal cup is under attack. I can't even get through that sentence. I'm so mm. choked up. Yeah, These scary. bastards are trying to take the cup into their own hands. Jason's the League up. of Misfit Candy. Is that right? That's right. <gasps> they're all they are also candy, but like I guess weird. They're bad. What's the thing from uh, uh, Voodoo Donuts? The 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 box of uh, oh, oh a bucket, bucket of misshapen. They're like a bucket of misshapens. They're all weird, and they are not chocolate or peanut butter, which is the only thing that the only things that Reese's traffics in. Well, yeah, I. First off, I think the bucket of misshapens are benevolent uh, creatures. I don't um, doubt that, yes. But I could see the the the, the enemies being like uh, uh, Mary Janes or burnt peanuts or circus peanuts, like what? these sort of uh, candies. Like, oh, I don't want this. If you go trick or treat, they're like they're weird, like novelty flavors that taste taste like poop or like you know black licorice with chili spice. Yes. They're, they're like nightmare flavors, maybe. They that should be my like guess. call them uh, like bad and plenties. Like if there's some bad and plenties, <laughs> you gotta watch out mean for. And plenties. Mean and plenties. Uh, Mike and Spike. He's mean. Oh, He's much yeah. meaner than There are Ike. a couple heavies. <laughs> I would think they would be like grandma candy, like wrapped boring sort of wrapped candies in a big dish or something. Oh, that are kind of like sedate and like not as Ooh, what, they're, they're all tiny trees is this sure what what uh, is the flavor even they've been in there forever they're 30 years old they're like where there's a particular type of like chalky mint andy's uh, mints oh maybe yeah okay. don't you say a thing about andy's mints he loves i andy's do mints. like andy well <laughs> i think i'm probably thinking of something worse than what you're talking about there's like if a, you leave them for a while i see yeah okay, okay. well it's some bad grandma candy they're bitter about having been trapped in a in a uh, vase for so long and they want in on that Reese's factory they mm-hmm. they want the cup's power for themselves so along the way you must zap the league of misfit candy members and save the factory <laughs> which I, I like that that's good jason getting there and being like military precision <laughs> super driven 
like yelling at other people for right. not firing enough. Oh, 11-year-old Jason would have been all in on that. And also 33-year-old Jason is all in on that. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're like slapping think... your dad in the face for not <laughs> not taking it seriously. <laughs> if it didn't go well, though, I think he'd be like, everyone out of the car, I'm doing this alone. I'll take care of all of these Taking misfits. all the guns, operating them with his toes. When I get back, you're all being court-martialed. <laughs> Perfect score. <laughs> Let's uh, hope that the Crystal Cup is never under siege again so that you sorry sex of shit don't have to be part of this army again <laughs> you have to wear your general's outfit too while yeah. you're in, on the ride this is i can't believe how much came from two sentences about this so this this is this this is like meaty there's a there's a thick yeah. chocolate center to this little paragraph sure. about reese's cup fusion wow maybe this is my new <laughs> vip of the year this is you like referring oh. to uh, Mr. Toad as the underground Brian Eno of mm-hmm. right. This is this is the cool. This is the Eno of 2019. Right? Sure, yeah, sure. new and experimental and using bizarre words that don't right. roll off the tongue at all. Lots That's of exciting great. things going on in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania also getting the first branded uh, Cartoon Network hotel right outside of uh, Dutch Wonderland, which is a smaller, mm. uh, kid-friendly theme park, uh, not too far from Hershey. Um, uh, uh, yeah, it's an interesting spot for them to test out a cart, you know, Adventure Time, Powerpuff Girl, Cartoon Network themed, Mm -hmm. uh, hotel, but certainly, uh, there is traffic, foot traffic there and, and people to stay. So I'm curious to see how that goes. Uh, Defunct Land recently had a, uh, an episode about the long gone, uh, Nickelodeon themed hotel in Orlando, mm-hmm. which was interesting. Seems terribly unpleasant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it seemed like it had some popularity, but then like a lot of these things, you got to keep them updated. And mm-hmm. if you're not doing that, people kind of gravitate away from it. I know it's kind of off of Cartoon Network, but still every restaurant in that place better be packed with Szechuan sauce. Mm. They're in a lot of trouble. Whoa, it's not adult swim theme. <laughs> no, 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 sure. After dark, they're, they're related. Oh, yes. All pa- right, there you go. Past 10 o'clock. Right. Then Szechuan sauce comes better out. Better be vending oh, machines no. of Szechuan sauce. Mm-hmm. Jesus, the police department is going to hate that. Their <laughs> hotel's going to constantly be getting swatted by people not getting their Szechuan sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Overrun. This place is going to be closed in two months. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what else do we got? Hey, um, right here back in California... And at at our increasingly beloved knots, uh, mm. we are getting an yes. overlay of the uh, the rapids ride. It is now going to be Calico River Rapids, and there are going to be animatronics on this thing. There's going to be a big old Bigfoot. I'm really excited yeah. about this. Show and scenes, rapids with show scenes, show yeah. scenes, and tying it into the mythology of everything else, which mm-hmm. is what I'm very excited about too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so because now it's Calico, there's the Calico Mine already there, but now it's Calico Rapids. So like that's all going to be in some big story universe they're building as well, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. And I love those rides and the animatronics are going to be done by Garner Holt, who did all the animatronics for those other, for the refurbs of, uh, of those places. So it's going to be like a... I, I'm I'm so excited. I, those two, I I those are not dark rides. I'm so fond of. And, yeah, uh, that there's essentially going to be a third now, uh, and it's also real. You know, ups the game over at uh, Grizzly River Rapids mm-hmm. at California Adventure, which is fine. But there's not much going on theming wise, and now you got a Bigfoot to grapple with over at Knots. Grizzly- Step it up, DCA. Grizzly River Run. 
what grizzly river run (laughs) it's not rapids it's it's a run grizzly river run yeah i I would have had to double check that Mm. um somebody just told me that there is a rapid ride or no no wait there's a there's bear animatronics on a ride in or maybe it's not a rapid ride maybe it's like they're it's like big thunder in hong kong Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's I've a there's a big crazy through. animatronic on that thing. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, maybe I'll save it for well, when that, I go. They're, it looks ex- big... almost exactly like the one we have, except with a big crazy. Yeah. Oh, I only okay. recently discovered that. Interesting. Yeah. That mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Because it's called something. It's a different kind of coaster, different yeah. design, sort of. Their their equivalent to Big Thunder in Hong Kong is very different. So different episode, not right. on the not discussed on the Big Thunder one. Um, mm-hmm. What I think on on our live episode, Tony Baxter talked about how he and his buddies just sit around and talk about how to fix knots. Mm-hmm. And I feel like maybe the solution is slowly retheming all the rides to tie it into a, one narrative or into a similar narrative. One big old story. Just one year to like each year you re- retheme like what, what's that horse ride where you're on a horse. Uh, Pony Express. Pony Express. <laughs> it's Calico Pony Express. Well, now. you tie because mm-hmm. they that Ghost Town Alive interactive thing has been very successful for, the, yes. for them too. Um, and I believe that ties into the Calico mythology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Calico, the Calico extended universe. I love that. That's I'm great. In. Yeah. Um, in general, what I'm looking for in 2019, there's not a lot of details, but I'm looking forward to haunts. In 2019, All right. <laughs> I'm looking forward to mazes. I'm looking forward to scare actors. I'm looking. I'm going to do horror nights. I'm going to do not scary again, and we'll see what else. I'm excited about that because that will result in episodes where I uh, do no uh, research and I just listen to you. That's true. That sounds sure. great. So I ain't going. I'm uh, going haunt after haunt. Jason, what are you? Can you declare right now? Will you go with me to haunts or will you not? I'm like fifty fifty right now. So you're not even you won't even commit to partial like going to a couple. No, well, with me. I just did. That's I, I what fifty fifty yeah, means. Partial, but I thought you meant fifty fifty on even if I'm going or not. Uh, I'm definitely not going all in like you. I think I would check out a little more. I think I'm just going to go a little gradually, a little exposure therapy for me. <laughs> so uh, what do you think yeah, you would we'll start see. with? What do you think? Would you do horror nights or would you want to go back to knots and do half the mazes? I think I do a little more of knots. Okay. I think Horror Nights is a bit pricey for my day. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Now I see. Uh, now yeah. I see what the real problem is here. You're uh, scared uh, of the yeah, money. Yeah, I don't know. I'm also... <laughs> Dollars jumping out of your pocket. Ooh. You know what I didn't do this year? I It was built right next to Go- Boney Island. It has been there a lot longer. The Ghost Train, which I think is a more whimsical oh, sure. sort of thing, but also a little more sinister so i'm curious about that Mm -hmm. um in terms of like big e-tickets that we haven't addressed there's a new harry potter roller coaster coming Mm. and i think for my money i mean i'm very excited about the star wars stuff coming but i'm a little that's tempered by the uh crowd predictions like and nervousness about the, the infrastructure holding out yeah but this harry potter coaster looks like it could be incredible Scott, I think I alluded to this on another show. Mm-hmm. This isn't just a launch coaster. This is a multi-launch coaster. Oh, boy. What they're rumored about, that this thing might launch you throughout the coaster. Huh. And is is seems to be on trend with the predictions of what are coming. Like, this is a coaster, but there are multiple show scenes. Uh-huh. So you'll you, stop is the you'll rumor. You'll stop. Oh. And to see then, stuff. Interesting. And then you'll shoot. Sounds yeah. sounds cool. Yeah. That's so cool. I'm you know, 
I'm getting over. It. I think You're I getting have. Over it. This is a fun little like achievement. If I've had, had I not been put into a corner by right. Alan Matt Rogers, and I felt like I had to overcome. And I like, I don't know. I think I it it truly, as I've said before, I think it was like a like a breathing issue. And Aaron, mm-hmm. and Aaron pointed out uh, on. In, in credit coaster i i conquered it i did it but even doing it a second time i was ner- re-nervous i was nervous mm-hmm. again and she said you know what open your eyes i think when you close your eyes you are imagining worse than is happening right and potentially getting more disoriented keep those eyes open i breathe i think it was a physical issue <laughs> and yeah, i've I, uh i figured it out so i i don't know i'm more i'm more launched down at I, this point i like i i always have liked the launches but i went on rock and roller coaster last march like two or th- three times and the third time i do feel like my body fully got used to it and got comfortable on it again so i like mm. i felt the transition my body was making and i liked it all the times but the third time it was like pure joy as opposed to the first time which was fun but i think i was like a little stiff a little whatever so like i do think there is a lot of like your body being comfortable for some of these things well that's what i used to really like about the original version of the incredible hulk coaster is that there's dialogue and you can kind of know what's coming when the dialogue is coming we have Mm. to figure out what the deal is and why we both had headaches on the new incredible hulk coaster yeah because in theory it should be smoother it should be much smoother it's it's not gamma rays (laughs) too many gamma rays (laughs) I also right had not last time. There's like hardly any story now, so that's kind you of you think that's why you had a headache. Story, it's just their uh, brain was occupied. Disappointment. Uh, <laughs> uh, just for a personal thing, Scott, do you have? Do you think it's possible to break mission breakout by the end of the year? Do you think that's even on the horizon? I think it's a different thing. Uh, and Aaron was even honest with me. I was like feeling a little like braver and like maybe should I? And she was like, "This is eh, this is this is a step above uh, Incredicoaster." Uh, yeah, dropping and I get, is like, different I get pleasure than out of the like once I'm past the launch and like uh, and if I can deal with the bigger drops, I get pleasure out of all of it. I don't think when the one time I did uh, Tower of Terror, I don't think I enjoyed any aspect of it. I just didn't it's, like it. The only reason I'm so pushy about it specifically, and I've said this before, it is of sensations on any of these thrill rides. It is my favorite sensation. Mm. On the roller coaster, I still get in places I get tense or sometimes if the loop, I, my head hurts a little bit or my stomach can't mm-hmm. quite deal with it. I've gotten to the point now where the tower, the towers, it's pure fun for me. Huh. Yeah, and like, yeah. it doesn't like, I'm not sore. I don't hurt. Like, it's just so great. Mm. So I don't know. Maybe I'm just different, but I don't know. What do you, do you, let me ask you, do you like the sensation of a roller coaster more than you like the Tower of Terror? Oh, um, or what? What's your feeling? About I don't it? know. You know, I don't really have a fear of heights. I do. You do. Yeah. Um, I think Tower of Terror, especially Florida. Yeah, I mean, I just I like the dropping. I like hearing everyone screaming. I like the sensations, and I like I I laugh through a lot of it. Yes. Uh, I just think it's delightful. But I um, do think. I mean, I'm not saying don't do it because I'm saying and have a panic attack and then I'm responsible. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I do think that's probably another like tense because I think initially I will say I think the tower, the mission breakout will be easier because it, it's a launch oh, sure. as opposed you're, to you're the other thing. With... So you won't even have as much time to tense up because I think that's you know, where I, so much I, of this comfort I comes I hated in. that on uh, Maliboomer. I hated Oh, you did Malibu. I did, yes. Oh. Did you ever when I was trying Doom? to impress a girlfriend. Oh, I didn't even uh, realize this. <laughs> in uh, 2005. No, I did Tower of Terror and... Oh, well, Malibu and, and Malibu. I did all of it. But Malibu was on outside. 
yes, that that bothered that would, me. The, I was going to say is my least favorite have, thing I've ever been. On. I've never been on one of the outdoor ones like that. And I, I, would, whoa, have I you, would flip out on that. Have okay. neither of you ever done Doctor Doom's never. Fearful? No. What? I'll do. You it. don't know about the fear juice? I know about the fear okay. juice, but and I will look. I'll, he needs it to power his machine. If we go in 2019, mm-hmm. I will do it with you. Mm. All but right. I don't want to do it, and I think that is for sure a different thing sure. than being inside feeling Jackson in 5 playing and you're in a room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would flip out if I shot up on the Malaboomer, for sure. Sure, sure. Um, uh, yeah, pretty, pretty so like we'll naked feel. You're feeling you're falling through the sky. Like you fell oh, out of I a plane it. or well, something. As we said, I, I hate the dangling. I hate the legs dangling. Mm-hmm, that bothers mm-hmm. me. Uh, back to the, the Harry Potter coaster. I mean, not a lot has been officially confirmed yet, uh, but there's been enough. People have pieced stuff together from like overhead pictures, and uh, someone made a a emulation uh, or yeah. of what it would be in like uh, a roller coaster simulator program. Uh, someone also, I think it's Orlando Park Stop. It's a very funny thing over the summer. They kind of like connected all the dots and they put up a blog post and a video saying like, well, from what we all know and what the like physical landscape is like, this is probably what the coaster was. And then apparently they got contacted by Universal and said, who leaked all this to you? Uh-huh. And they said, no one leaked it. We just connected what was out there publicly, and you have kind of de facto confirmed <laughs> by confronting us. Wow. So, uh, yeah, uh, that's still I, suspicious. They somebody still, could have leaked. Someone could have leaked. It was very like they really seemed to know detailed. what they were talking about. Who knows? So, I don't know for sure, but it just. But like multiple launches, a backward section, a drop section potentially, wow. where like the coaster yeah, drops. It, it's like just. Goes on another Down? level or something, Whoa. yeah. Uh, set w- within the Forbidden Forest, and Hagrid will probably be there, and some fantastical creatures. I think, in terms of actual experiences, this is like might be one of the top ones coming next yeah, year. Yeah, that was quite a list you just gave. Yeah, that's all insane mm-hmm. stuff. And you gotta love like it's not this year, but uh, you know we're we're getting Mario Kart stuff soon, and I like oh. anything where you're getting like new things. A ride is never done. Yes. Yeah. Pretty cool because it's such as I've said, like the what the engineering and the military grade uh, technology yeah. that has to oh, go yeah. into this stuff. You're getting like these new experiences that uh, like shouldn't exist and can only exist because of billions of dollars being spent. Right. It's so cool. Yeah, the ride vehicles for Mario Kart and for the Guardians of the Galaxy coaster. Yep, are all like multi-directional new. things where you can do a roller coaster but flip people around they're they're very actually very similar now that mm-hmm. i think about it so i was reading that i was a little late to recording today i was saying because i was reading about patent applications <laughs> and apparently the sure. difference so disney has filed a patent application for a roller coaster ride that looks very similar to gringotts and they're like oh what's the difference well with gringotts the way they rotate the cars like it can only be rotated like in that area because the ride itself, the vehicle is pulling power from like charging stations in that area. Disney's patent would be uh, the the power is coming from an onboard like battery or generator, which means the cars could rotate in like turns or tight corners that aren't possible with the current like Gringotts sort of technology so we could uh. see an upgrade of that sort of thing in these 
storytelling coasters, I think was the... That's what Bob Chapek Bob called Chapek the called Guardians. It. Again, we're talking about 2020, coaster. but yeah, it's a coaster that like you could put up a lift hill, but then you could tilt the car to the left if there's like a show scene of some kind happening. I don't know how you do that, if it's a screen or if it's robots. And then you could flip it back or flip it behind. So like it gives the thing such a range of motion. The thing that was coolest on the Mario, well, many cool things, but was that you could tilt. It's basically a roller coaster track and then the car built on top of it, but you could tilt it so you could actually make it feel like you were doing jumps because you wouldn't be able to see the track because it was so far down. So you'd tilt the car up and then you'd, you'd look like you would jump over like, you know, whatever, a so big space on like a, a Mario. teetery bridge or something like yeah. ramps like you do in Mario Kart. You essentially can do on yeah. this ride. Right. So you would, yeah, because you, you would not be able to see the track. You would not be able to see you were elevated and it would just you feel like you were flying. You could spin it, like spin out as, as if someone yes. launched a shell at you. Yeah, oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. yeah that's to- that pivot point. Or if totally you hit a banana that. peel. Like- right. I mean, I, I'm sure, I'm not, I guess I'm not sure, but it remains to be seen how many cars can be on the track at once for Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but it's like, if it was truly possible to have it be so flexible that with like augmented reality, you could grab a shell and throw it and you could make cars spin out in real time. Oh, I mean, I don't that know that be... they can do that, but I'm sure that was in a blue sky at some point. I think Mario uh, Kart is a real like... I don't want to say dark horse. That's a weird uh, phrase because it's a big ride that's meant to be good. But I think it could sneak up in terms of and take over like some best Disney ride stuff for ever. best ride that exists currently. Yeah, like, yeah. From there's a leaked picture of that from a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it's lo- if it's like that, if it looks like the track that was laid out in this picture, like it's I can't imagine yeah. you wouldn't. I won't want to like live in there. Yeah. Is it cool being part of like a? We truly are in like one of the golden ages of this stuff. Yes, There's been yeah. cruddy yeah. times. I feel like, and and we kind of it's it's fun to be an adult and be like remembering the stuff from our childhoods, which was a golden age, right? Uh, and then it was it's sort of in and out whether theme parks were doing a lot or good through up until now, and now we clearly are in one of the best runs there's ever been. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, uh. uh the patents that Universal filed a patent recently. Universal filed a, a bunch of patents. One of them, similar to the roller coasters that rotate for show scenes that are popular, uh, seemingly getting popular, was like a, ra- uh, a log ride or raft ride where you would have, you could rotate the raft for show scenes. Whoa. So imagine the Jurassic, and not on a track, because the Pirates Ride in Shanghai does rotate to little show sequences, mm-hmm. but that's got a track underneath it. This mm. would use obstacles like in Rapids and presumably water direction to yeah. rotate what? the boat Whoa. to show scenes. So even if like none of this st- stuff comes to pass and like <laughs> this patent is exactly 100% what the ride would be, even using elements of this in like next gen rides yeah. it could be incredible there's rumors uh of a full jungle book like thing over in world showcase or animal kingdom like it could be either one but like a full using the shanghai pirates um uh uh technology for like boats that flip around and can change and stuff but like a full like jungle like cgi jungle book thing which wow. sounds awesome Jeez, and all this on top of a patent being filed to have to make a crystal cup that is power that is gathers the world's love for chocolate right. and peanut butter. Well, Technologies. you don't need to file a patent to love. 
<laughs> wow. You just do it. You just feel it. Man, that's true. Uh, um, I'll say that uh, past looking past 2019, uh, mm-hmm. Disney in 2020 and 2021 has stuff like the Guardians of the Galaxy coaster at Epcot, the Ratatouille ride which, coming sorry. to Epcot, and the Tron coaster coming in Magic Kingdom, uh, which in my head, I was like, some of these are... They have already built these in other parks. Why is it taking so long? The answer being the 50th anniversary of Disney World is coming up. So they're clearly trying to stack the decks for that. Yeah. 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 I was just going to add about that Guardians coaster at Epcot that it, I think, what did he say? You can fit three spaceships or spaceship Earths inside the building or something? Or is it more? Like It's like a huge building. So like the roller coaster is going to be big. Yeah. Um, Yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of crazy stuff. And then, What's good about it, the future, is that, uh, and this is only for theme parks, not in the future in general, uh, that's all bad, but theme park future, good, uh, is that Universal seems very aggressive, especially in Orlando, mm-hmm. which is going to hopefully keep this arms race going yeah, for well, a little while. They have to compete with Island H2O Live <laughs> Water Park, right? and in general, Sunset Walk and the entire Margaritaville establishment. Uh, this could run Universal into the ground. Two water parks in Orlando with RFID-based wristbands that only kind of work? Can yeah. you imagine? <laughs> Yeah, everyone's on the run. Golden age. Uh, uh, We're in it. Well, we're very excited. It's Mm going to be a great 2019, and hopefully for this podcast as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have some some fun ideas already, I feel like, of stuff that's got more... More theme months and more uh, more, more garbage. Hopefully we get to rent another live show. I have like a lot of big ideas that I don't know if they'll come to fruition, but at least if a couple of them do... Mm-hmm, That'll sure. be fun. We won't say what those are, but uh, there'll be some live shows. There'll be some, you know, new stuff. Oh yeah, fun stuff behind the second gate. The stuff for the sure, Patreon episodes. Yeah. yeah. Um. And remember that our podcast and our microphones are powered by your love. Mm. So we need to hear it. We need your emails. Podcast the ride at Gmail. We need your iTunes reviews. Those really spike. Those really make the crystal cup that's in the center of the room while we record the podcast go nuts. Uh, Yes, but uh, unlike Hershey's chocolate, which we know is powered by the crystal cup, no one has any idea how the iTunes charts works. They are a mystery and perplexing. And no way to tame them. Who knew there were this many video game podcasts coded as games and hobbies? Oh, you're bitter at the other. Yeah, you're mad. About I'm just that. more confused. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, we need maybe we need to be a, like the League of Misfit Candy and uh, go. You know, see if we if they have crystal sure. cups that are somehow gaming the system. We got to take them, and then we got more crystal cups, and we're straight up to the top of the charts. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So you can help us in this endeavor also by tweeting at us or uh, going to. Uh, uh, our Instagram or subscribing to our Patreon mm-hmm. at podcastthereide.com. Uh, or, sorry, no. Pa- no, no, no. Patreon, <laughs> oh, Patreon.com slash podcast the ride. No colon. And uh, also, uh, hey, that's it. You survived podcast the ride. Uh, it's going to be great 2019, gang. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everyone. Hey. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced Dog. by Mike Carlson. Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. 
For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.